For WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. Virginia's Division of Legislative Automated Systems continues to work on problems caused by a ransomware attack. Law enforcement agencies across the Commonwealth will set up sobriety checkpoints throughout the holidays to prevent drunk driving. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin names another member of his cabinet, and hospitals and community centers in Virginia are overwhelmed by the number of people requiring mental health services. This is the WMRA Daily for Wednesday, December 22nd. The Information Technology Agency that serves Virginia's legislature is still working to fix problems caused by a ransomware attack earlier this month. A Virginia official said on Tuesday that the attack occurred during preparations for the legislative session scheduled to begin January 12th and substantially affected operations. Dave Burhop is executive director of Virginia's Division of Legislative Automated Systems. He told the Associated Press in an email that the agency's, quote, goal is to have the General Assembly session operational to the greatest extent possible. Burhop also wrote that a full forensic analysis generally takes several weeks. He hopes the initial analysis will be finished just after the new year. Law enforcement agencies all over the Commonwealth will set up sobriety checkpoints and additional patrols throughout the holidays to prevent drunk driving. WMRA's Randy B. Hagee reports. The target audience for any anti-drunk driving campaign is men aged 21 to 35 years old. That's according to Kurt Erickson, head of the Washington Regional Alcohol Program. They're overrepresented in fatal car crashes where alcohol was a factor. Today, even in Virginia, nearly 70% of all DUI convictions still are male drivers, so it's still very much a male-dominated crime. His organization is working with the Department of Motor Vehicles and law enforcement agencies on the Virginia Checkpoint Strike Force campaign to discourage drunk driving and catch those who do it. So whereas DUI crashes and injuries in your neck of the woods in Harrisburg, as an example, went down, DUI crashes went up in Rockingham County, drunk Mm -hmm. driving fatalities went up in Rockingham County, and drunk driving injuries uh, went up in Rockingham County. In fact, drunk driving fatalities more than quadrupled in the last year uh, in that county, and drunk driving injuries went up 53%. So this is why it's a reason to be concerned. In 2019, the DMV reported two deaths in alcohol-related crashes in Rockingham County. In 2020, there were nine. For WMRA News, I'm Randy B. Hagee. The chair of Virginia's parole board forwarded a press release to media outlets on Tuesday with the subject line, Setting the Record Straight. The communication comes as the new Republican administration prepares to overhaul the agency. From partner station VPM, Whitney Evans reports. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin has vowed to appoint new parole board members on his first day in office. And Virginia's next attorney general, Jason Miares, promises to put victims first before an individual's request to cut their prison sentence short. We can't forget about the victims because there's always two things they're desperate for, right? They're desperate for justice. So many victims are so paranoid they're going to be forgotten. The parole board came under fire last year after it was accused of improperly releasing violent criminals from prison. Tanya Chapman, the head of the board, defended their decisions. In a statement, she said widespread change in state government is always expected, especially with the change in political parties. She added it's important that the appointees share the philosophies of the incoming administration. Whitney Evans reporting. Glenn Youngkin has named another member of his cabinet, The governor-elect announced venture capitalist Karen Merrick as Virginia's next Secretary of Commerce and Trade. 
The Daily Progress reports that Merrick is the CEO of the Virginia Ready Initiative. Yonkin co-founded the initiative in June of 2020 to help out-of-work Virginians get credentials to work in high-demand fields. The initiative is a partnership between 20 large companies and Virginia's community college system. Yonkin promised during his campaign to create 400,000 new jobs in Virginia. He said filling Virginia's workforce shortage is among his top priorities. Yonkin will take office on January 15th. Republicans will become the majority in Virginia's House of Delegates in the next General Assembly session. One bill would eliminate the one handgun a month purchase limitation, as Virginia Public Radio's Michael Pope reports. Virginia currently has a one handgun a month limit, unless the gun buyer has a concealed carry permit. There's no data to support that more crime happens from someone who is not a concealed handgun permit holder versus someone that is. Tim Anderson, a Republican who was recently elected to the House of Delegates from Virginia Beach, one of his first bills would ditch the one handgun a month limitation. You still have to go through a background check to buy a gun, buy two guns, buy five guns. And it also doesn't apply to rifles. So you can go in and buy as many rifles as you want, but it only applies to pistols. Lori Haas at the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence says there's lots of data that shows the one handgun a month limitation has cut down on firearms trafficking. For years and years and years, suppliers of handguns to criminals knew they could come to Virginia, buy 10, drive out of state and sell them on the street. And that's exactly what they did. The one handgun a month limit was originally put in place back in 1993 and signed by Governor Doug Wilder. Uh, Michael Pope. Representative Abigail Spanberger is considering a run in the new 7th District if proposed legislative maps are approved. The Virginia Supreme Court selected one Democrat and one Republican to draw new legislative maps after a joint commission failed to reach consensus. The new maps would move the 7th District out of Enrico and into Prince William County in northern Virginia. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that Spanberger has spoken privately with fellow lawmakers about a potential run in the new district despite living in Enrico. Virginia's Supreme Court has received feedback on the new maps, which still need to be finalized. Virginia is facing multiple health crises at once, coping with COVID-19 and overwhelmed by the number of people requiring mental health services. Hospitals and community programs are unable to meet the need, and the situation could get worse over the holidays. Also with Virginia Public Radio, Sandy Hausman reports. At Virginia's chapter of the National Association of Mental Illness, or NAMI, Director Kathy Harkey is calling for help from the state. She says public and private mental health services are in crisis. The Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services has closed hospital beds in Virginia due to workforce shortages that were created by not only the pandemic, but also non-competitive pay within state institutions. At the same time, she says concerns about COVID produced a flood of people in need of care. We saw a major increase in anxiety and depression. And then we also saw people go back a step that were living in recovery and doing well because they had difficulty accessing their regular medical care and staying on their treatment regimen. They suffered from a variety of serious psychiatric problems, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, post-traumatic stress disorder, and clinical depression. Some ended up in jail. Others headed for emergency rooms where Harkey says help was limited. 
they will do what they can, but then they send them on their way because there are not hospital beds available. And if they link them to community treatments, there are waiting lists. And generally, if somebody shows up at a hospital to treat their mental illness, they can't wait three, four, five, six, seven weeks for an appointment. And she fears the worst is yet to come. Things do tend to get worse for individuals with mental illness around the holidays. Unfortunately, we do see an increase in depression around those times. We see an increase in suicides. She adds that the private sector has stepped up with financial support for some services. Without the support of Dominion and other partners providing that funding, then we would not be able to do what we do to help through our helpline. People can call. They need to talk and they need to know where the resources are that are accessible. But Harkey argues the state must do more to address this crisis in mental health care. I would like to see the hospital beds reopened. I would like to see increased funding in Virginia for crisis services. I would also like to see the workforce replenished. We have to have the workforce in order to treat the number of people needing care. That number is higher than you might think. The CDC estimates one in five Americans will struggle with mental illness in a given year. And one in 25 has a serious psychiatric condition. This woman counts herself in that group. She'd been treated for years, but reached out to a staffer at NAMI, Virginia, when her medication was no longer working. I caught her up in the middle of the night, and I said, look, I, I can't take this anymore, and I don't know what to do. And I mean, I was just going off the deep end. Through NAMI, she got a new psychiatrist who explained what had gone wrong. The medicine that I was given was the wrong doses. The diagnosis was wrong. Chemical balances were off completely. Today, she's doing well, enjoying long walks with her dog, training other canines, and playing an active role in her church. She hopes others can get professional help with mental problems Kathy Harkey shares that hope, noting calls to NAMI's helpline doubled during the pandemic. I'm Sandy Hausman. If you are in crisis and need immediate help, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline 24 hours a day at 800-273-TALK. NAMI's Virginia helpline for less urgent assistance is 888-486-8264. For WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.